Hey friends, it's your host, Steph Connell, lifelong goal getter, betterment seeker, and both a student and master of making mindset matter. Through my 10 years of experience in coaching and leadership, I've seen passion and purpose diminish to form life's cookie cutter mold. And due to that, you see the train of unhappiness get more and more bogged down. My mission in life is to get a rise out of you. Together, we are building a community of women who can not only voice their vision, but bring that to fruition. You are daring. You are valued. You are needed. And you are ever growing, my friend. The world needs our courage, and we are bringing it on strong. So without further ado, let's get to it. It's time to be bold. It's kind of a vague image that I remember, but the room was really numb. I felt the presence of many around me as they were affected so deeply of this special soul that just passed. She was still lifeless, but somehow still here. I remember as a child sitting, surrounded by adults that were weeping and indulged in pain, that the experience they were going through was something of their own, and one in which I personally, I couldn't process or understand. Was I even supposed to? Maybe it was okay for me to feel questionable and unsure of what was really happening as I was only of a young age and and really at that time where I was being molded and I was very impressionable. We spent many adventures together and built a beautiful connection as well as one could have been between a great-grandmother and a great-granddaughter. At that time in my life, I looked around the room unable to pinpoint what it was everyone was so sad about. Why they hurt so much. As I placed myself in that time, I remember as a child a complete understanding that a process of life takes place in these steps, but also felt and knew she wasn't gone. Physically, yes, but every memory and experience that we had together was still here. And that's the relationship I cherished. I was confident in knowing those would never get taken away from me. It wasn't until years later that I would experience a close connection stepping into death once again. Firstly, in my 20s and then again in my 30s, each experience much the same with a slight difference. The crying The pain and the hurt became present. Was this part of my transition into adulthood? Is there a part of me that understands the process just a little bit more? Or have I learned a behavior that has been passed down from generation to generation? What brought this new and unique experience that felt so deep? The first stage was in my 20s when I received a call from my mother that my poppy passed away. I certainly was much closer with him than I was with my great-grandmother, but when I received the call, I was fine. Even saying the word fine makes me assess what it really means. I received the information and felt the information was the next step of life and right process for him. And after the call ended, I was asked again from my husband if I was okay. And I felt 
I was. I I completely felt normal. No highs or lows of emotion. But at random days following, when I was alone, the tears surfaced and I had a really good cry. What was different this time? My most recent experience in my 30s was the most beautiful experience I had ever had as I said goodbye to my last grandfather. It was a very unique experience as he was much like a second father to me as both him and my grandmother helped raise me. Unfortunately, due to many reasons, we had not seen each other for a few years, which was similar to my last grandfather. And not for bad reasons, simply inconveniences such as, you know, travel distance, schooling, growing families. But the matter still stood. It had been a moment since we connected. And as I attended the funeral, I was actually really overjoyed. I replay that word over in my head as, you know, I it's not common to have that emotion played at funerals, but I, I promise you, I felt that so deep. I felt happiness and excitement to see the family and see Gramp one last time. I felt overflowing abundance with my health and the fact that I was surrounded by my family and friends. The, the, the true, I mean, this is real, the true miracle of this experience we have here. I was eager and I was so present to be around every single soul and really experience our precious time together. It was one of those gifts that you can really only receive if you're aware of it and open to that awareness of that other side. And you know what? As much as I cried, I laughed. As I recall both of these emotions, they were both much, much, much necessary, if that can even make sense. Like, They were so important to have both as a part of the experience of remembering and realizing. Hey, I'm squeezing into this episode for a quick second to do my due diligence and just be your friendly reminder of what's around the corner. Who am I kidding? You're probably already set for the holidays, right? Forgetful? Please, that would never be you. But... Speaking of forgetful, I want to let you in on a little secret about the guys out there. They love to look good, but they are not always a fan of shopping and can often, not always, but often lack the confidence to go perusing through the product aisle. Beyond his secret shopper syndrome, have you ever caught him talking about razor burn, breakouts, and maybe his neck being the most sensitive part when it comes to shaving? Well, as a friend... For a very brief moment, I am giving you complete access to my very own personal shopping cart where I have implemented my favorite and most gentle, effective grooming products for the man in my life. The cool part is, as my personal friend, you have the ability to use this shopping cart and I've got you 20% off. There's no special code or anything required. You just got it, girl. It's right here in the link in the show notes. Go grab it and you will definitely be number one on Santa's list this year. Pause, take a second, go to the link and just grab it for him. Okay, you got it? All right, let's get back to the show. You know, in many cultures, a funeral is seen as a celebration of life. 
a joyful parade of their presence and our ode to their being. Some more focus on the saying of goodbye, a finalization and a seal of what we now are losing. We must honor the fact that both are a matter of processing a major life event. Excluding one or the other certainly doesn't add a diverse or balanced experience in your life, and our goal to live well is to live full. Back to my experience. As the news of my most recent grandfather passing was given to me by my father, he broke into tears while telling me, completely understandable. But you could tell he was trying to hold them back. And as he finally broke through, he said, I hate this. This moment, that moment right there that I told you that hate this, that moment is what compelled me to have this intricate conversation with you today. I'm really moved by the experience to flow through pain and offer a unique perspective on loss and how it opens room for more if you allow it. More often than not, a desire to feel good is what we're attracted to. We see it commonly with instant gratification getting the best of us. Am I right? Let's think about it. A quick comment or a like or a new pair of shoes. But what about the deep feeling that accompanies loss or pain? I mean, to deny your experience in your own unique way is to deny your very natural essence of being human. Without, you know, pain, we don't know pleasure. A victim experiencing pain sees a setback, a holdback, a restraint. A victor experiencing pain sees the road to growth and gains, what's to come from it. By avoiding pain, you avoid growth. By avoiding growth, you avoid experiences and wisdom. And by avoiding experiences, you avoid living. Death comes to us all, but experience doesn't necessarily. One of the deepest pain points in my life was when I lost my first dog. He was the joy of my life. And we went through every major significant life event together up until it was time for him to go. I literally remember crying so hard and deep and an overwhelming hug of hurt just wrapped around my body and I sunk into an ocean of every experience of what I no longer had. With animals, it's much of what makes the process so hard is the inability to speak and share of what they feel and are going through at that time. You, you know, you can, you can never know what's really happening to them. And all I could find on my heart was the desire to know he was just okay. When in an instant, the light bulb above my head in the room I was crying in blew out and there was this huge loud pop sound. The knowing that it was him and he was okay became extremely crystal clear I, I felt his presence and I felt him. It was such a, a knowing and a hyper-awareness. To this day, I keep the light bulb as a friendly reminder that we never lose the souls that cross our lives and the gifts they bring to us, even if we understand them or not. I often wonder if part of the pain that seeps in is you know caused by our experience, not with the person who passes 
or the animal or whatever scenario it is, but with actually ourselves at that point in our lives. How can a child feel nothing but content with the experience they received and an adult feel more so pain of what they've lost? Could we connect it with our poor self-talk habits? Could these be strengthening opportunities? The mind is, you know, it's much like a muscle and it needs to be worked in all areas of it. You know, we have cognitive, we have emotional thinking, problem solving, social vocabulary and more. I mean, the list goes on. That brain is a wondrous, huge computer. And as deep as a negative emotion can feel, it's still your God-given right to be there. But it's also part of your human experience to grow through it. Think about the last time you had a leg day. Was it sore? (laughs) You know the kind of sore when You can't even sit down in the chair without needing assistance. Not only was it sore, but did you like it? No way. No way. Who likes pain? But you like what comes from it. The brain and our sea of emotions are much the same. They hold a vast amount of potential and secrets on the other side of processing and working through them. Stay with me on this because... This is where much of my growth and joys came from in the experience of quote-unquote loss. It's funny, often we're presented with death and we relate it to loss. And without question, a physical being is no longer, and that pain of no future continuation of our relationship and experience together is certainly sad, and, and it's something to process. So first, you must do just that. Process. Don't swallow your pain, and you may feel it hurts too much for you to handle, but it's one of the most real experiences you will ever have in your entire life is to hurt so bad. It actually will be the most alive feeling you'll ever have. Don't deny yourself that experience, and trust me, you can handle it. Breathe through it. Feel the ache and despair. I found myself holding my breath, trying to store it away, all that pain. But I'll tell you right now, it sits in your closets of the subconscious if you don't allow it to flow through. And you will see it resurface in ways that you would have never made that connection to before. Things like depression, anxiety, health issues, eating issues, anger, and more. So... Breathe. Then release. Allow the pain to take its course as you see what no longer you have and remind yourself what you have experienced and what brought you joy to your life through this experience you're having. Let's have a look into what is more so being gained when we lose a loved one. Are we gaining perspective on what we currently have in front of us? Is gratitude running through your fingers, through all the way to the fingertips? When you have the opportunity to give this big hug to someone super special in your life today, that presence that you never had the ability to feel to its maximum like before. 
Are you having the ability to reassess if you're living the life you truly wanted to? And will you be happy with it when it's time for you to go? What is your happiest and fondest memory of the person you lost? Was it a gift to have them in your life? Are you happy they even had a chance to experience life in general? Do we understand that it's not our job to live forever, but to instead live for something? Things happen in life, period. They don't happen for you and they don't happen to you. They just, they simply happen. Everything else is perspective. Your perspective is what will serve you and your experiences through your waking days. Maybe it's a lesson to learn for yourself to increase your wisdom, to pass on to other people. Maybe it's meant to strengthen you for the bigger storm that's arising. Maybe you had nothing to learn and simply everything to feel. What if... I mean, what if we actually aren't losing? We're just learning. So listen, I really enjoyed spending these moments with you today, and I hope you did too. My gratitude is through the roof. But in order for us to make even more magic in this world, we've got to spend more time together. Make it your focus to connect consistently so you can continue to gain and change up your days to come. Secondly, We are a direct result of who we hang around with, and now you're in the world of becoming better. By sharing this episode, you are making an impact in someone's life, and frankly, we're just better together. And don't forget to tag me so I can send some love and shoutouts back, my friend. Until next time, this is your host, Steph on Be Bold. If this podcast topic sparked a question and you want some clarity, or maybe you're inspired to level up and you're interested in working with me, dive onto the link below in the show notes and select your 20-minute free call with me today and let's make it happen.